Before we get started here today, I got a couple disclaimers. We are still in the process of moving studios. One of our awesome hosts, Donnie, has volunteered graciously to lend his house, his living room up to be our impromptu studio. So if you hear some cars buzzing by, if you hear air conditioner or a roommate yelling at us to get out of here because we've been here eating their food for three days, that's what it is. Shout out to Donnie for having us here in his living room recording today, the past week past couple weeks. Also, we are preparing for season two, so we want to know, of course, what you think about season two. So hit up our subreddit, our Always Sunny pod. You can discuss more about It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Let us know what you think about season one. Let us know what you think about season two. I'm very excited to get started on this. So hit us up on Twitter and Instagram as well, at Always Sunny pod. Our subreddit is our Always Sunny pod. Also, I'm getting blasted on Riot Punch for this episode, so get ready. Let's get it going. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the season one finale, you golden gods and goddesses. We made it. This is Rum, Ham, and Wild Cards. We are the ultimate It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia podcast. My name is Brayden. I'm joined here by some awesome co-hosts, Adam and Donnie. You know them. We got one anonymous co-host who goes by the dish of the day. What's the dish of the day today? Green bean casserole. Yummy. Is it Thanksgiving? Ooh, Thanksgiving came early. We got the green bean casserole here today talking about season one of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. We have reviewed every episode. Adam is missing his score for season, or sorry, episode six. That's right. We're going to get back to, uh, we're going to get back to that in a second. We're going to hear what Adam thinks about episode six. But the point of this episode today is to go over all our uh, rankings for each episode. We're going to go down the list of lists and see what we liked, what we disliked. So sit back, relax. We got a mini review coming up. If this is your first time listening to us, welcome. This is, like I said, Rumham and Wild Cards. We are going in chronological order, reviewing every episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the best and the worst of the gang's adventures. We're going to talk about it here on the podcast, but we're not talking about it willy-nilly. We got some categories that we rank these episodes with because reason will prevail. Reason will prevail! We got characters, story, the overall humor. We're going over all the quotes of all the good episodes, all the less good episodes maybe. Uh, We're going to talk about it all. Don't worry about all that though. We're going to take care of the math and the arguing. Just sit back and listen to our dumbassery. So first, before we dive into season one as a whole, we should finish up our review of episode six. The gang finds a dead guy. Adam was absent for that review. So, uh, Adam, if you want to talk about it a little bit here, let's talk about the A-plot. We didn't really touch on the A-plot of episode six. We talked a lot about Pop Pop and D uh, and Charlie. We talked about their story, but we didn't really talk about Mac and Dennis's main story, which is a shame because it's arguably just as funny as the B-plot. If, if we're considering that the A-plot, <clears throat> I guess I'm always confused at which is A and B sometimes, but with the Mac and Dennis thing in, in episode six when they find the dead guy, there was a moment when, when um, after they've already like, established that like this girl is um, you know the granddaughter and they've met her once before and she comes back into the bar, Mac is like, yeah, oh, I'm having such a hard time with this. And then Dennis says like, you know, at these times I don't really want to think about myself. You know, how are you? And he asks the girl... That to me is the epitome of like their relationship. This that entire story point is just how they compete, um, and also the narcissism. The narcissism of Dennis. He's normally only thinks about himself, and he is doing this by thinking about her. 
But he's not going to say that out no, loud, no, obviously. Obviously, he's doing a little a bit. Um, I love that part. You know, I love how they compete with the, for the girl. It goes back. It's just a, fun. It goes back a couple episodes, like you were talking about the the name of the show. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. These characters think that they're rays of sunshine and that they're consoling a woman in mourning, but in reality, they're just trying to get laid. Everything they're doing is right to them, or maybe they really think that their cocks are magical, and by fucking this girl, she'll feel much better about her dead grandfather. There are one hundred percent people in this world yeah. that that are oh, yeah. like that. Yeah. So uh, out of ten, what do you give the story for episode six? I gave it a seven. You know, I guess you know two stories diverge. It's fun to watch that. And Solid. The jokes come out of it. Uh, the characters we touched on pretty hard. Is there anything you want to bring up the characters for episode six? Nothing in particular except that I guess um, I do like the competition. The competition between Mac and Dennis, and you know Charlie has a new identity, that of Dennis Reynolds. I was going to bring that up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where they're almost trying to compete and be opposites of each other, but at the same time they're like building off each other. Now. So, what do you give the characters? Characters, I'm giving it an eight. Ooh, a little you bit know, more. A, a little bit higher. We have you know pop pops in the future in the another episode of the show, so it's fun to see you know where where characters originated from in a series or where they any recurring characters started. If this is your first time joining us, Adam gives notoriously higher scores than the rest of us. Yeah. But we but love they're explained anyways. very well. It's, it's, I mean, yeah, your, your point is A little, little bit of bias over there with that opinion, but that's okay. Well, the yeah. thing I've, I've noticed <laughs> this uh, first season is Adam and I agree on a lot of points. We just think it warrants different scores. Like my, yeah. my four is Adam's six. Yeah. Adam's eight is my six, probably. Hopefully by season two, we'll, you know, we'll, I guess, work out all the kinks with our, you know, weights and grades. Ooh, kinky. Yeah. Why would you ever want to work out kinks? Uh, sometimes you got to get that shit worked out. So shit. things are smooth. Kinks. Yeah. Shout out to our buddy Alex, uh, who uh, just got out of the hospital with his, oh, his yeah. kinky stomach. Uh, yeah. Hope you're doing okay, buddy. He had a kink in his intestine. Alex and the wildcard crew. Shout out to our listener of the day. Anyways, moving on. If you want to hear the quotes for episode six, you're going to have to listen to our season one, episode six review. Head on over there at anchor.fm on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. If you want to hear all those good quotes, Adam, what'd you, what'd you give it though? I yeah. gave it a five, you know, nothing too quote heavy. Um, there was a moment, I guess there's a good gif that I use a lot from that episode when, um, when D is like surrounded by old people and she has to go wash her face and stuff. And freak out in the bathroom. Oh, you do send that one a lot. It's not really, yeah, not really a quote, but it's like it's just a fun gif. Like anytime I need to freak out and send it a freak out gif. All right, so you combine the quotes, the characters, and the story. You got the overall humor. What do you give the overall humor of this episode? A uh, good old seven. Sounds right in between of where you were talking. Good old seven. Last but not least, this uh, would not be complete. An episode of Rum Ham and Wild Cards would not be complete without the. Wild Adam, you're the only one given a wild card here today. The wild card, if this is your first time joining us, is a category that you can give any amount of points. You could give negative points if you want. Negative points have been given in the past. Uh, what, what do you give the wild card here today, Adam, for season one, episode six? Well, I've already had two other sevens in the categories. Um, I had a seven four, I think. Seven four humor and a seven four story. And because you know, sevens are a lucky number and because of where we are, Let's do lucky number seven is for the third wild, uh, third seven for the wild card. So altogether, 
what we do here is we combine the scores from each category and then we get the average for each of us here sitting at the table and then we get the average for the table altogether. Um, we've already reviewed this episode, like I said. So Adam's 6.8 makes this uh, smack dab in the middle, I believe. One of your uh, below average episodes that you've ranked in season one. And this sets... Season one, episode six at a 6.5 is the average we've given it. So again, not a super high score. So don't go, don't go hating on us too yet. Stick around and uh, listen to the rest of this episode. We got some possible score changes coming up and some justifications on some low scores from the dish of the day. So let's get to what the, the people came to listen for the season one recap. We're going over our top three are bottom three and what the fans thought of season one as well a, a lot of love for gun fever i'm not going to spoil it but there's a lot of love for gun fever coming up at least from uh fans online so let's start with the bottom three before we get to the top three what was your guys's least favorite of season one green bean casserole gbc gbc all right we got the the gang finds a dead guy, underage drinking a national problem, and gun fever came in at my lowest. Those were my same. Actually, those are my same bottom three. I gave gun fever uh, a four, which was significantly lower than all my scores. Mm. So those are my bottom three as well. Gang finds a dead guy, underage drinking, and gun fever. Well, at least you gave gun fever a whole number. <laughs> we like whole numbers here. Uh, my bottom three were the gang gets racist... Charlie gets an abortion and the underage drinking. So I agreed a little bit with you, but uh, not completely over there, uh, GBC. You're hating on the very first episode there? You're hating on the pilot? The gang gets racist? Does that make you I think, racist? Or does that wow. make him anti-racist? I would, hope, I would hope I'm portrayed as anti-racist, besides the point. Um, I'll portray you however <laughs> I want to portray you. Anyways, um, true, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, just edit out the anti part. <laughs> I hope I'm portrayed as racist. <laughs> Jesus. But no, I think the, the gang gets racist was funny because of just kind of like how blunt they were and how reckless they were with their first episode. But like comparatively to everything else and just how funny it was overall, just other than that, if it was just randomly in a different season, different episode, I don't think it was that good. I mean, you gave it a six out of 10, so it's not yeah. like you hated on it. Six oh, it's out of 10 sure. is still yeah. pretty fair. To me, still, like I said, I mean, my least favorite episodes of It's Always Sunny are still going to be above average shows. Now, speaking of season one, episode six, The Gang Finds a Dead Guy, I just noticed Adam's got a new placement in his bottom three. That sets The Gang Finds a Dead Guy officially below average between underage drinking and gun fever for you, Adam. Gun fever, underage drinking, and The Gang Finds no, a my, Dead Guy. That's my bottom three. Yeah. Not to say I didn't like them, just, you know. Statistically speaking, they are the bottom. Yeah, no, we're going to touch more on this later. It's interesting what we're considering bottom because my bottom scores make sense. They're like fives, fours, Donnie's fives, fours. Adam's are like sevens and sixes. <laughs> <laughs> I have so, one five, I think. So I'm very excited to see what you consider below, below average. I don't have a consolidated list of what the wildcard crew thinks of season one yet. I tried to get that together in time, but 
We didn't get that. What I have gathered is, is gun fever should not be on any of our bottom lists by any means. I recently got a comment yesterday, I believe, from Gugino's Fine Dining that basically <laughs> says gun fever shits all over Charlie got molested. And um, Really? What was the other one? I would love to hear more of that. Yeah, you want me to pull it up? Yeah, I mean, if, if they really think that, you know, gun fever is much better than... I do think... I think we've, we've, we might have talked about this before. I don't know if we've ever talked about it while we're recording or not. But gun fever is only not as good because there is that gun fever 2. Which and is gun fever two so was, fucking good. It was so it's good. Really, it was so good. <laughs> to me, it's it one was of those, so good. To me, gun fever 2 is one of the smartest episodes of the show. Yeah. If there was no gun fever 2, I'd probably give this much higher remarks. But gun fever 2 is... Uh, Which could be an internal joke on itself because usually sequels are worse than the original. Classic well, Sonny, well, just well, turning yeah. something on his head. <laughs> well, well, doesn't, like, don't the later seasons of the show, they kind of play on that? Like, didn't we do this already? Or, like, they, they kind of rehash stuff. Yeah, they the game recycles their do. trash or whatever. Yeah. Like, with the waiter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Don't I know you guys? <laughs> so, Who are you? Yo. <laughs> Instead of the Wild Card Crew's bottom three, which does include Gun Fever in this case, I went with IMDb scores. So, it... We got a lot of trash here, is my point, for hitting on Gun Fever. But Gun Fever got an 8.1 on IMDb, which is a low score for IMDb. Damn liberals. Pilot Gang Gets Racist gets an 8.2, and the Gang Finds a Dead Guy gets an 8.3. So it sounds like we're all in agreement here, and for some reason, the people listening to our episodes just break this stereotype and just really, really, really love Gun Fever. What are the odds they're thinking of like Gun Fever 2 and they're not thinking of Gun Fever 1, though? Are you saying our listeners are idiots? I'm saying the ones that don't <laughs> like us are idiots. <laughs> so all of our listeners. <laughs> um, moving on from the bottom three, let's move on to our top threes. Let's talk about what we did like this season. So it actually sounds like we do like this show. We start out here with the dish of the day again. Let's see if we agree on something. All right, top three. We got molested, 6.8, racist, 6.7, and cancer, 5.2. Wow. Uh, yeah, almost matched me again. I got Charlie once in abortion as, mm. as uh, in my top three, but basically just about the same. What did you guys get? Donaldo. Uh, I got Charlie got molested, gang finds a dead guy, and Charlie has cancer. You thought the gang finds a dead guy was that funny? The de- the gang uh, finds a dead guy ended up on a lot of bottom threes here, including yeah. the IMDb bottom three. It did. I don't know. I thought it was funny. It was that it funeral got me. scene, wasn't it? When he's giving that speech. Lionel the lion. Lionel the lion. Lionel the lion. I'm I'm conflicted. I want to go ahead and say that the gun fever is on the wild card cruise top three, even though it was on the IMDb. IMDb. Bottom three, I don't know. Hopefully by season two, we're going to be able to get some scores that aren't over 15 years old now. Last but not least, of course, Adam, what's your top three? I think I'm similar to you and the dish of the day, Braden, because my top three were Charlie wants an abortion, Charlie got molested, and Charlie has cancer. Abortion yeah. molested cancer? Abortion molested cancer. Almost what did I time. have? I had molested what a first racist season. cancer. What a first season. <laughs> Abortion racist cancer. Wait, molested, you- molested dead guy cancer is what I got over here. <laughs> season one. Season, season one. one. Our averages, though. So it's interesting what we're considering top and bottom scores, like I said, because our average scores 
you can tell a lot by how we're each taking a stab at critiquing this show. My average scores for season one came out to a 5.8. Donnie's came out to a 6.1. Adam's came out to a 7. And the dish of the day, on average, gave out 4.6. So dish of the day is the most critical. Adam clearly likes this show the most out of all of us. What show is this? Friends. <laughs> Cue the Friends theme. <laughs> we got a laugh track now. Shut that Dude. shit off. Dude. So that way you know when to laugh. Yeah. Oh my God. The laughing helps you know when to laugh. Trash. I'm the trash man. I'm the trash man. So the average score for season one for the wildcard crew, in this case, I'm Deba, is a 7.3. So... The people who are listening to this podcast and the people that are going online and leaving their reviews, the fellow fans of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia like this show more than the people here around the table. You said the average was what? 7.3. Okay, that's cool because I changed. So I don't think my ranking of this episode as a 6.1 or 6.2 is accurate. So I actually changed the overall ranking of Which one? Which one? The season, this whole just the whole season in general. My average is 6.1. So I changed that to 7.25. Cuz like I said, I think as a whole every season of this show to me is going to be at least a 6 or 7. I like that idea. It's always going to be above average. So I have to be harsh on each episode because otherwise I'm going to give 9s and 10s all day. So what I'm hearing is, in an effort to seem like the good guy, you're going to change your score for the whole season to just be barely above Adam's scores, is what I'm hearing? That's sneaky. That's sneaky of you. I like that, though. (laughs) Sneaky. Before we wrap things up here today, guys, um, you can check out the list of lists, like I said, uh, on our subreddit, our Always Sunny Pod. We're going to update it to reflect Adam's new score that he included in episode six. And in this next upcoming segment, when we may or may not change some scores, we are going to reflect that on the list of lists. And all that is going to be for upcoming episodes. We'll do a list update. In the meantime, do you guys have any other regrets for season one? I know Donnie was talking about uh, changing his score for season one in its entirety. Do you guys want to change any other episodes specifically? I don't want to change anything, really. Um, I kind of like the scores I gave. And I think that people were generally responding well to my scores, so I think I'm, I'm happy with them. You, he likes being in the good eye of the people. Yeah. What Does about that- you, Dish of the Day? I liked all the scores I gave. They were all honest scores, and I will stand by every single one of them. Even the .6 out of 10 Even you gave? Even the .6 out of 10 for Gun Fever. I'd be more mad at your scores, but you did give the stipulation the very beginning that you were going to be doing this because of no Frank. And you did stick to it. You did stick to it. My love for Frank Reynolds. You know, hate me if you want, but what you're hating is my love for Frank Reynolds. (laughs) We got a response from a listener named Adam, also named Adam, who said that your 0 out of 10 for Frank is asinine but admirable. And then uh, he said that my 7 for the episode was fair. So, oh. Or my, four, my 7 for the humor. I gave it a 4 for the episode. Adam, um, I will put asinine but admirable, uh, admirable on my tombstone. Who's the, the ESPN reporter? Was Stephen Smith? He always says Stephen asinine. A. Smith, yeah. Stephen A. Smith is his favorite. That's going to be on his tombstone, asinine. The point is people... People hate you there, Green Bean Casserole. People hate you here. 
<laughs> people hate you here. It's not, it's not like Thanksgiving dinner. People are people, hating. People hate you here. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> you. You bullied him all season. I mean, you've bullied all the Adams that we've had. Our listeners named Adam now. Our host named Adam. All right, I'm going to change some scores, actually. I'm yeah. not going to change it as drastically as Donnie did. Just go ahead and bump the whole season up. But I gave Charlie as Cancer a 6.6. I don't think that was nearly enough for that episode. I went back and watched it yet again, and I'm going to go ahead and change that to a seven. Ultimately, I felt like I was too harsh on the episode, specifically the plot, so I'm going to go ahead and change that to a seven. And then Gun Fever, I will change my mind and change the score from a four to a five only because I feel like anything below a five is, isn't isn't suitable yet. I think it's I think it's a little too harsh because when I'm thinking of episodes of Sunny that I really don't like, they're coming and they deserve to get below five. But I think Gun Fever doesn't deserve a four. I think it deserves a five. You're saying that there are episodes in other seasons that are worse than episodes in this season? Absolutely. Preposterous. And I've changed my mind. Frank Reynolds is in every episode in the other seasons. <laughs> Yeah, but that doesn't mean that making Dennis Reynolds a murderer is good at all. That that episode, spoiler was, alert, I'm trashing it already. I thought that was so funny when he's like, when he has to like go run, when he's nervous and he has to go run downstairs and catches like a cab, but he still thinks he's, he, he knows he's mic'd up, so he goes back. I, that's just I think there's strengths in, in the episode, but we'll talk about it when we cross that bridge. So like, I'm changing those two scores. I will reflect it in the list of lists after we're done recording here. And you can find all the changes online once again on our subreddit, our Always Sunny Pod. You can find all our social media. You can find all the links to where you can listen to more episodes at anchor.fm slash rumham and on Twitter and Instagram at Always Sunny Pod. I think that's going to do it, you guys. We we talked a little bit about season one, what we liked, what we disliked. I don't know Frank is coming. Yeah. Frank is coming. 10 out of 10 for Frank every single episode. <laughs> so before we wrap it up today, I think we should talk a little bit about season two because season two is coming. We're going to do some season two previews before it starts coming out in July. You'll hear on our June Jabroni Talks. I'm calling Jabroni Talk June. Well, let's talk a little bit about season two. Immediate 10 out of 10 for Frank. 10 out of 10 for Frank the whole time? This every is gonna episode. Be... I'm converting that what would Frank do category into just giving every episode a, a base 10. Just a polar opposite. Yeah. Well, that's what that's what the wild card's for, if you want to do that. No, because then I could still have wild cards for other things. Okay. You have to have a category every time now that's just how bad would this episode be without Frank? Oh, it's not. That's, that's a good. I like that. Yeah. I'll stick to that. Those be 45 minutes of you complaining about how bad the show would be without Frank. Yeah, Danny DeVito, please call me. <laughs> I like that he's become the the face of the... I don't know if you guys have noticed, our logo is supposed to resemble Frank Reynolds. The rum ham is supposed to resemble Frank Reynolds because I was watching the gang goes to Jersey Shore and when he brings it in, it looks like he's holding a hamified version of himself with the pineapple slices. A lot, a lot more love... For Frank Reynolds than we should have given for starting out with season one. And he's from New Jersey, too. I'm from New Jersey. <laughs> Everybody knew that, too. Everybody knew that, too. <laughs> the apathetic diabetic <laughs> <laughs> is from New Jersey. 
And I don't want to give too much away about season two, so I'm going to cap it here. We talked about what we liked, what we disliked from season one. Thank you guys so much for listening to a wild card crew. We got a uh, listenership growing here in the United States, the UK, Ireland, apparently. Ireland's I'm, I'm, part of the UK. Don't at me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, the point is I'm loving the international attention we're grabbing here. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Feel free to check out all our season one episode reviews and let us know what you think about season one. Think about uh, what you like about season two and let us know as well, because when we formulate our season two episode reviews, we are going to take your opinions in mind. We got some great Jaboni talk June coming up. So we're going to be talking more about Soy Sunny in Philadelphia in the coming weeks and season two coming out in July. Season two episode reviews coming at you. So the list of lists will grow and grow and grow even longer. Hasn't begun to peak. Hasn't even begun Hasn't to peak. Hasn't even begun to peak. All right, guys. I am going to uh, go chug the rest of this riot punch down, and uh, I'll catch you guys in a couple weeks. Good night, New York. Bye. Be sure to subscribe on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. Today's show is sponsored by Anchor. Making podcasts with Anchor is easy. Anchor does it all. They'll host your podcast segments and they'll distribute your episodes to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. You can even record and edit your podcast on your browser or on the Anchor app. Anchor will even find you sponsors for your shows so you can get paid with no minimum listenership. This show would not be possible without Anchor. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now back to the show. Rum Ham and Wild Cards is produced and edited by Braden Pleggencool. This episode was written and hosted by Braden Pleggencool, Donnie Crunkleton, Adam Rothbort, and The Dish of the Day.